Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 974 of the Juicebox podcast. On today's episode, I'll be speaking with Rebecca. Now, in Rebecca's words, I am the wife of a type 1, mom of a type 1, mom of a trial net participant trying to prevent type 1, and a sister of a steroid-induced type 1. That sounds like an episode to me, kids. While you're listening, please remember that nothing you hear on the Juice Box podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. You want to save 40% off your entire purchase of sheets and towels and clothing at CozyEarth.com. You can by using the offer code JUICEBOX at checkout. You can get a free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order at DrinkAG1.com forward slash JUICEBOX. And of course, support the sponsors, Dexcom, uh, what else? Gvoke Hypo Pen, you know, their links are in the show notes. All of the great sponsors that have been with the show forever. Click on those links in the show notes if you're going to make a purchase. And don't forget to find the private Facebook group, Juice Box Podcast, Type 1 Diabetes on Facebook. Type 1, Type 2, doesn't matter to me. This episode of the Juice Box Podcast is sponsored by Dexcom. Dexcom, of course, makes the Dexcom G7 and G6 continuous glucose monitoring systems. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. My daughter is wearing the Dexcom G7 and we love it. Go check it out at Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. The podcast is also sponsored today by US Med. USMed.com forward slash juice box. That's to get started. Or you could call 888 888- 721-1514. Get your free benefits checked today, and you'll be on your way getting your diabetes supplies the same way we do. From US Med, usmed.com forward slash juicebox. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm um, from New Hampshire, and I live with uh, two type 1 diabetics. Uh, my husband, Matt, um, was diagnosed back in 1975. My daughter is nine. She was just diagnosed last year. And then my son, Jack, who's 12, he um, has five antibodies and is currently in trial net. And then the wild card is my my little sister is um, 30, and she was just diagnosed with type 1 in January of this year, so like 10 months ago. All right. So, so we, I have all these diabetics in my family. <laughs> you're, I missed one. Matt, diagnosed in 75. He's your husband. And there's another. He's my there's a daughter. My daughter Kate, yeah, who's nine, and she was diagnosed last June. Okay, a little over a and year. And then, yeah, Jack is twelve. He's in trial net because he's got he's got all the markers. And he's got all the markers. He's he's getting diabetes for Christmas probably. Yeah. And no, uh, no, no, <laughs> no. What do you think? I hope I hope not. <laughs> uh, Valentine's Day. What, what do you and um and then your sister's thirty, type one. And you're here to say that no one should live in New Hampshire. Is that correct? Well, my sister lives in Maine, so no one should live in New England. I don't know. Or no one should hang out with me because I feel like in the last 18 months, it's just been like, don't talk to me because you're going to get diabetes. Interesting <laughs> idea, Rebecca. You're the problem. Is that right? Yeah. I feel well, I, when I emailed you, I said, I feel like a diabetes ma- magnet because in the last 18 months, it's just been a whirlwind. And all I talk about is diabetes. So I was like, why don't I go talk to di- about diabetes with Scott? Because. Uh-huh. 
That's what he does for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, that's what you do with all of your time as well. I do. I have a full-time job, but I feel like my part-time gig is, you know, diabetes support. What do you do full-time, maple syrup? (laughs) No, I'm a data analyst for the federal government. So, How do you like that? I like it. I work from home. It's great. (laughs) Can you get my son a job, please? He's sending out so many applications. (laughs) No offense, I'm not going to interview you unless you get my kid a job. (laughs) No, my son just uh, graduated with a quantitative econ degree. Yeah. Uh, Well, he's picking around. Federal government's hiring, so have him look at look for jobs. I certainly will. Federal government. Actually, someone else who listens to the podcast sent me a suggestion of the same thing. Yeah. Said they uh. They, they, they said, I work for uh, part of the government I'm not comfortable saying online, but we're hiring. And I was like, oh, what part of the government is that? I was like, yeah. I don't think my kid. Or not, yeah. Typically, we don't say that. I'm not, I won't say it either. But yeah, oh, oh, have, him I look. See. have him Google. Oh, all right. <laughs> Great medical benefits, you know. So if he, if he ever gets diabetes, he'll oh be good to God. go. <laughs> Rebecca, I'm keeping him away from you. That's for sure. <laughs> no kidding. Oh, all right. All right. Let's figure this out. You. Okay. See, here's the interesting thing. Your husband is not related to your sister. <laughs> that is. That's why she's the wild card. <laughs> or, or again, maybe why you are. <laughs> You're like the house nobody moves into because of the electrical lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. Do you feel, do you ever feel guilty for not having diabetes? Um. Yeah. I actually did trial net for myself because I'm 44 and you have to be under 45 and have all these relatives. And I'm like, well, I have all these relatives. So why don't I, you know, mm-hmm. poke my finger and do trial net? Of course, I have nothing. I have no antibodies. I'm healthy. I have no thyroid issues. I have, you know, I'm perfectly. <laughs> I have nothing. But, so, but but my question is, do you ever feel bad about it? I do feel bad about it. I would take everyone's diabetes from, from them just to make their life easier. That's I feel like that's what I do instead. Since I don't have diabetes, I'm like, well, I try to take people's a little bit of stress off them if i can oh they got a um, they got a sucker on the line now rebecca you i know yeah yeah yeah. you should you should look at my follow app on dexcom <laughs> <laughs> do you just <laughs> do the beeps sometimes make music um i actually had to change everyone's lows to different sounds so i wouldn't get confused on if it's my daughter at school who's like my number one priority mm-hmm. you know my husband can take care of himself and then my sister's new and and hers is a baby cry so if the baby cries I text her. I'm so, like, hey, you okay? <laughs> all right. So if the baby cries, it's your sister. What's your husband's sound? It's like a like the siren. It's like ee. Okay. Your husband is the British ambulance. Yeah. Okay. And then my daughter's just the regular low. Because oh. we, you know, when she's home, she has her phone. So I didn't want to change it. Because I'm used to that sound. <laughs> gotcha. My God. How old was your husband when he was diagnosed? He was it was in seventy five even. Seventy five. He was two and a half. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. He had pneumonia and he was just in the hospital and they just poked his finger or did something and he was diabetic he didn't have dka he just had pneumonia mm-hmm. um <laughs> is there other autoimmune in his family yeah his family is um littered kind of a littered <laughs> with a bunch of different like rheumatoid arthritis his aunt had type one and rheumatoid arthritis his mom has like wegner's granular mat- matosis or something which is like a weird autoimmune disease that- oh are the other ones normal hold on a second <laughs> I feel like rheumatoid arthritis is pretty normal. It's <laughs> because you hear ads for it on TV. Hold on. So what's the other one? Her mo- the mom has... Wegner's, Wegner's granular mitosis. It's like inflammation in the blood vessels. Hers kind of manifested in the lungs, which is how they found it. 
Yeah, at first I got I got Wegmans when I was googling at first. I was like, no Wegmans, Wegners. Wait, granulomatosis. Yeah. Wegners. That word is a rare long-term systemic disorder that involves the formation of granulomas and inflammation of blood vessels, which is called vasculitis. It is a yep. form of vasculitis that affects small and medium-sized vessels in many organs, commonly yep. in the respiratory tract, lungs, and kidneys. What, what's the impact on her life? She's good now. She, I mean, the acute onset was pretty severe. I mean, she was hospitalized, um, but um, she's I, she takes medication for it, and it's manageable, but it's on the list of autoimmune, just kind of rare. And then, yeah, rheumatoid and type 1. His aunt had type 1. Yeah, you um, came up with a new one today. Congratulations. You know, oh. <laughs> I, I mean, we should have music and, and confetti should go off behind you, but I don't have that. So my mother-in-law should could come on ch- chat about it. Well, yeah. she's she's a superstar because she, she raised my husband and um, her husband. her So my father-in-law also has type 2. He was actually the first Omnipod user in our family, so <laughs> with type 2. Oh, my God. How much money do you think, like, collectively, you guys spend on diabetes a year? 50? <laughs> 50. Oh, I actually did the math because my sister and I have been chatting with um, local people, you know, this whole insulin cap, price mm-hmm. cap. I was like, so how much do we actually spend? Because I was curious. And um, just my family. So my daughter and my husband's diabetes costs $39,000 a year. Yeah, I bet it does. And then, well, I mean, ours is like a fraction because we have good insurance. But like, I actually like looked at all of our receipts and I was like, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad we have insurance. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> we yeah. didn't. We'd yeah. be screwed. <laughs> well, if you didn't, you wouldn't have CGMs and insulin pumps for sure. And you know, all kinds exactly. of stuff like that. Right. And we've been through that, like throughout, like before we had good insurance, before we had good jobs, you know, I've been with my husband 25 years. So we, we've been through all the phases of diabetes care. And, you know, we used to buy vials of insulin over the counter. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, I remember um, you needed, a prescription for the needles, but not for the insulin. Do you remember Exactly, that? Yeah. 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 Like we'd go on vacation, forget a vial, and we just go to CVS and ask for it. Right. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. It's not uh, cheap anymore. We didn't but. send enough <laughs> insulin. It's not cheap anymore. We didn't send enough insulin with Arden to college because we didn't. The one, I've been saying this a lot lately, but the one thing I, I failed to, to prepare for sending her to school was that basically eating in the cafeteria was going to be like eating in a crappy restaurant every day. Yeah. So she's using more insulin. and. Yeah. So she texts me the other day. She goes, yo, I'm not, I don't have enough insulin. I was like, uh, I sent way too much, but I was like, oh, okay. So I look in the refrigerator. I have a couple of vials and I was like, but I was going to order it, have it to the house and then, you know, send it back with her when she went back again. But I was like, okay, uh, I'll hold on. And I, you know, I, I contacted the endo and the endo said something that shocked the hell out of me, Rebecca. She said, you haven't been here in a year. And I was like, that's not true. Like, that's definitely not true. But I realized that the COVID thing (laughs) rolled everything into, you know, like, don't come here, like, Zoom with us. And then when you walk out, when you're in person, the last thing they do is they go, hey, when do you want to come back? And when you pick a date, except when you leave a Zoom, nobody asks you when you want to do this again. And I thought, oh, but we've been working so hard on Arden's digestion issues and her hormonal stuff over the last year. I feel like I've been to the doctor every five minutes. And so I just like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know, like, and she's like, well, I'm not supposed to give you the script. And I was like, well, <laughs> just do it anyway, because Arden's in Savannah and, you know, I'll make an appointment. So I made an appointment and then I had to find a, like a, like a pharmacy. So I, I said to Arden, I was like, hey, what pharmacy should I send your prescriptions to? And she responded, 
I don't know. And <laughs> I was like, well, is there one near your dorm? And she said, I don't know. And so I pulled up a map and I'm like, there's one here, but you know, the town can get sketchy in certain directions. So I'm like, I don't want to just send her to, you know, <laughs> a war zone. So I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, well, how about where you get your groceries? I say, they have a pharmacy. I'll send it there. And she goes, if you think so. And I was like, okay, I see I'm in this on my own. Um, just out of, you know, but you know, they're going to send her a script for her whole th like three month supply of insulin. And then I don't know how the hell we're going to get it back here when she comes home. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, you – okay. She can so, fly. She can fly with all that. Oh, oh, let me just tell you, Rebecca. <laughs> she does not want to fly home after the quarter is over. Okay. Because she needs to bring clothes with her to swap for the seasons, she told us. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we have to drive to <laughs> so, Georgia to, to ship her – to bring her clothes back. Oh, okay. We'll bring a big cooler. Yeah, we're good to go. And I pushed my wife on this, uh, and I was like, we don't, like, just make her fly. And Kelly's like, well, she really wants to swap her clothes. I'm like, eh, just make her fly. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, that's what FedEx is for. Yeah, <laughs> leave us out of this. Anyway, um, anyway, so I want to know, I'm going to pick through your husband a little bit, because that's a long-ass okay. time to have diabetes. So does he yeah. have any, um, any impure effects from type 1? Yeah, he does. Like, yeah, he he has some retinopathy that he gets laser treatments for. It's not to the point where he's blind or has even impaired vision, but um. But they you know, saw it, and then they yeah. wanted to get get ahead of it. Yeah, right. yeah. So they do laser therapy, and they kind of like zap them, zap the little blood vessels that are popped, and um. So he does that um every year or two. He needs those zapped. Um, he has some neuropathy in his feet and legs. Um. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, he has like trigger finger, which is, I guess is pretty common mm -hmm. with type ones. Um, I think his twenties, his teens and twenties were a little rough. <laughs> so hey, wait a wait a minute. He was two, which was like the eighties and nineties, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Are you a trophy wife, Rebecca? Um. I mean, I met him when I was twenty. He was twenty-five. I mean, no. No, you're not. <laughs> like, okay. No. I was trying to do the math real quick. We were still kids. We were still kids. You know, I just—he was a friend of my college roommate's older brother, and I—we just met and. Yeah. At a granola party. Uh, I mean, not really. No. no. How 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 New England are you? Do you need to comb your leg hair or like? No, 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 no. I was actually, this was in New York. I went to Syracuse. And, oh, uh, fancy. Yeah, we met in Syracuse. Syracuse, yeah. like like Syracuse is New York. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, it's not New York City. So <laughs> I feel like you say Syracuse, people know where it is. <laughs> I know where it is, 100%. Okay. So, all right. So, you guys have been together for a, a long time. He's had diabetes for almost 50 years. Right. Which yeah. Is he just turned 50. Yeah. Wow. That's well, good for him. That's uh, that's and I thought I knew a lot about diabetes because you know I was married to a type. I mean, I've been around for a long time. I mean, I've been dealing with his type one, but he was twenty five when I met him, so he kind of dealt with his own stuff. You know, like, mm -hmm. he's he's not a kid. He 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 had it together, which I thought. You know, he just took care of it. <laughs> and mm -hmm. then my daughter's diagnosed, and I'm like, wait a minute, I don't know anything. And all these numbers that I like, I didn't know two hundred was bad. Like a, I mean, I, I knew. High blood sugar was bad. I knew he would get grumpy in like the 200s, 300s. I'd be like, check your blood sugar. And I knew what low was. I knew how to deal with that. But I like in the real like granularity of it, I did not know anything. Wow, that's so super. I didn't even know what an A1, bad A1C was. That's super interesting. <laughs> so when you met him, if you can remember back that far, 
because I'm having trouble remembering back that far. But do you if do you recall like when you're like okay, I like a guy, he has diabetes, he uses insulin. Like I understand that much. He must have gotten low at some point, so you had a feeling yep. for that. But what did you expect the impact on your life was going to be? Everybody who has diabetes has diabetes supplies, but not everybody gets them from U.S. Med the way we do. USmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888-721-1514. U.S. Med is the number one distributor for Freestyle Libre Systems nationwide. They are the number one specialty distributor for Omnipod Dash, the number one fastest growing tandem distributor nationwide, and they always provide 90 days worth of supplies and fast and free shipping. That's right, US Med carries everything from insulin pumps to diabetes testing supplies, right up to your latest CGMs like the Freestyle Libre 2 and 3 and the Dexcom G6 and 7. They even have Omnipod Dash and Omnipod 5. They have an A rating with the Better Business Bureau, and you can reach them at 888 721 1514. Or by going to my link, usmed.com forward slash juice box. When you contact them, you get your free benefits check. And then if they take your insurance, you're off and going. And US Med takes over 800 private insurers and Medicare nationwide. Better service and better care is what US Med wants to provide for you. usmed.com forward slash juice box. Get your diabetes supplies the same way Arden does from US Med. Links in the show notes, links at juiceboxpodcast.com to US Med and all of the sponsors. When you use my links, you're supporting the show. Now let's talk about the Dexcom G7. The Dexcom G7 is a small and wearable continuous glucose monitoring system. It sends real-time glucose readings to your Dexcom G7 app or the Dexcom receiver. Use my link, dexcom.com forward slash juicebox to learn more and get started today. You will be able to effortlessly see your glucose levels and where they're headed. This way you'll be able to make better decisions about food, insulin, and activity. Once you're able to see the impact that those variables have on blood sugar, you'll begin to make more purposeful decisions and have better outcomes. My daughter has been wearing a Dexcom. My daughter has been wearing a Dexcom product for so many years, I don't even remember when she started. But today she wears the Dexcom G7 and it is small and easy and oh my goodness, are you going to love it? Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. You can head there now and click on the button that will get you your free benefits check or just hit that other button that says get started. When you use my links, you're supporting the production of the podcast. Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. my life yeah i mean i mean we would just deal with like he taught me I, when we first met and started dating he taught me like where his glucagon was and like how to mix it and like where he kept it and then he would showed me how to test his blood sugar um you know we partied we were 20 um mm-hmm. so like I'd, like he's like if i pass out test my blood sugar i was like okay you know if and you drink too much didn't scare you you didn't think 
Like, no, I, I'm a really chill person. Like nothing. I, I, I'm pretty good in emergencies. Like it's fine. Like you're a chill data uh, analyst. <laughs> yeah, I am. Okay. So you, you wouldn't be a good actuary I, then. No, but like I picked this, I remember we were, we were partying once and we, I picked this, he, he, I thought he just fell asleep, but he was snoring really loud and I, he wouldn't wake up. And so I picked his finger. He was like 500. So I, I actually, at that point he was on NPH r and nph and I, he had taught me how to mix them so i drew it out mixed them and shot them up and he woke up two hours later and 300s and i was like oh i'm a i must have done the right thing <laughs> i'm a wizard <laughs> done it. um but like overall impact like we didn't get married we just celebrated our 14th wedding anniversary we didn't get married for like 10 years um i mean we just i don't i don't think i ever thought about it like we were gonna have kids with diabetes rebecca are you a hippie <laughs> Am I hippie? No, yeah. I don't right. think so. Right. I'm sure my parents would think so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure my parents would call me that. I think in the nineties I was definitely like into um fish and um you know, going to those big concerts. But I don't think you'd I'm definitely not a hippie now. I'm like a suburban mom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think your parents have a have occurred to you as a vagabond in uh in private <laughs> ever? No, no. <laughs> well, my sister lives on a far like thirty seven acre or 67 acres up in Maine. So I think she's way more on the oh hippie spectrum than I am. So when, when Cole was uh, recruiting for college baseball, a Maine team tried to get him to play there and they called here. And I remember just watching him on the phone for half an hour. And he had this look of horror on his face the entire time. <laughs> and he gets off the phone and he goes, well, here are the highlights. And I was like, okay. He goes, uh, the field is heated and so are the dugouts. <laughs> and he goes, why would that be necessary? And I was like, not sure. He goes, yeah, he goes, I mean the actual turf. The turf is heated. And I was like, right? He goes, a... what? Go ahead, Rebecca. You, you... So the snow will melt. You know, come on. It still snows into May. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that didn't sound good. Then he goes, then there was a big selling point where the, the coach said, we all go on a hunting trip together after the season. And Cole's like, do I have to shoot something to play baseball in college? Because I don't want to do that either. And I was like, yeah, I don't think this place is for you. Um, yeah. Anyway, it sounded like he was going I, to I grew up in Maine. I love it. But uh, New Hampshire's great. Yeah. It's not that far from from New Jersey, really. The New weather, Hampshire. I feel like, is the same. I don't know. <laughs> it's I, still cold and icy. And <laughs> Oh, my God. When we went on that tour up there, there was a, a, a school in Vermont that wanted him to play there, too. And we went there to, to work out in the wintertime in an indoor facility. And just walking from, like, the hotel to the car, he's like, I'm not coming here. And I was like, no, I didn't, I didn't think you were. I was like, just go finish the workout and we'll get the hell out of here. Um, anyway, uh, you – okay, so your husband's got all that going on. You don't know – I was going to curse. You don't know anything about diabetes, basically. And and that goes on for decades like that? He just yeah. takes care well, of Yeah, well, like, so he just took care of his stuff. He'd go to the endo um, – I never asked him what his A1C was. Again, like he just took care of his stuff, you know, mm -hmm. like he's a grown up. Is that how he wanted it? Yeah. I mean, he did. He that's he's always been kind of private about his diabetes. Like he didn't really. I mean, he would give insulin, you know, give shots in public and that's fine. But he never had tech. He never had a pump. Um, still doesn't have a pump. Um, Does, but he wears like, he a just, CGM. Uh, this year. Oh, because and I, of your I can tell daughter. you about. I can tell you about that yeah. story. Tell me, tell me. Um, well, so we, um, well, when my daughter was diagnosed, um, I think really quickly she realized, like, hey, why doesn't Dad have this XCOM thing? And um, and uh, she would ask him about it. And also, like, he 
he would always bolus like right when he ate, like at the same time. And like they teach us, you know, with kids like pre bolus for the yeah. spike. And she's like, why doesn't daddy pre bolus? Why doesn't daddy have a tech come? So I think we had a chat like, hey, you know, you're a role model for her. We got to, you know, you need to, if you're going to, if she, we're going to make her pre bolus, you need a pre bolus. Yeah. So Kate, Kate's like diagnosis kind of forced him into the, into the present with taking care of his diet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And also um, we went to Disney for the first time in May and we were talking about that whole trip and that's actually what triggered. He actually got the Libre 2 first. Mm-hmm. His endo gave him a Libre 2 and um, he used that for Disney. And then um, we just, he just got the Dexcom in I think July. Okay. Because the Libre 2 was garbage. <laughs> no offense, Libre. Sorry. I hope they're not a sponsor, but um well they're not just going, for him they're not now <laughs> no i'm just kidding they're not <laughs> no they're just um for him it wasn't oh great it just it was always off and the alarms are not helpful like they just kind of alarm a, that he's high or low it doesn't give you a number so he switched <laughs> over to dexcom um in july and i think he likes it i mean he doesn't he doesn't like stuff stuck to him but i am um, i think he it does help with the lows and now he can see his highs like how what happens overnight and what happens between meals. And I just, I laughed a minute ago, Rebecca, and it was not at you. I was picturing the low level PR person that I'm sure the Libre people forced to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I was and like, I, crap. We're I not just gonna imagined them sitting at their desk going, no, stop. S- no, s- don't st- stop. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm curious about that new one though. That like gives uh, the Libre three. Reading every minute. Yeah, it's yeah. tiny. Yeah. No, they're getting there. They really are. I mean, it's you can't it cannot hurt to have competition, that's for sure. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Yeah. So now he has a um he has a Dexcom. His A1C is seven, which I think is the best in his adult life. Um okay. I remember numbers. So he I remember like, yeah, like fifteen years ago him telling me a number, like eight or eight and a half. And I, I don't know what that you know, I didn't have context. So I was like, did Okay. You, did you not want to know? I, just, I guess again, he was just took care of it. I mean, okay. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not coming down on you. I'm just trying to find out. And and so, like, here's what, what I guess what was my question here. So, you weren't pressing to find out. You could have used the internet to learn, right? But you, I could have. Yeah, you were just like whatever. Um, and now, like, but he's got a seven. Like, if your daughter had, a, what's your daughter's say? One say, six and a half. Okay. If your daughter took care of herself the way your husband did. How many towns would you burn down to? I know I yeah. would. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> well, and then again, like he has a mom, so you know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> this is her problem. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like you, when you're someone's wife, you're not their mother. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's really making so... me laugh for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's her son, not mine. <laughs> I just need that guy to buy stuff. <laughs> I mean, you've been married a long time. You don't even need them for sex anymore, really. So, <laughs> I mean, just it's basically fix the bathroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That's know. what he's doing. He's, re- he's remodeling the kitchen right now. <laughs> is anyone else ever amazed when I say things that I have no idea about and people are like, oh, yeah, that is actually happening in my life right now? Yeah, that is actually. <laughs> Stuns me. No, happens. but I, I think, like, my daughter's diagnosis really did, I think. Yeah, he said he was. I mean, burnout's a real thing, and I think he was kind of in a burnout mm-hmm. place. So, no, I understand. I think it, so, do you think, I think it re, rejuvenated his like? Oh yeah, I gotta be a good role model for her. Right. Do you think he uses a pump at some point? I don't know. I keep pushing it because I think it would help 
he has some crazy swings. Um, and I was like, wouldn't it be great if you could turn off your basil right now? <laughs> oh, oh, I see. Passive aggressively trying to get him to use a pump. <laughs> yeah. That's excellent. Well, now that I know stuff, because in the last 16 months, I feel like I got like a crash course in diabetes. And I was like, wow, I have I knew nothing. Zero before this. Rebecca, have you guys been together too long that you can't just use the girls to make this happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, if I was a woman, this is how I would handle everything. <laughs> I, I know it's wrong to say, but I know I would. I know I'd be a girl who would like tie up a shirt and wear a push-up bra and ask for the kitchen to be remodeled. I know yeah. I would. I you that... need a pump here. No. Hey, sweetie, you need I, a apparently... pump. <laughs> if he wants to get a pump, because I'm, I'm happy with the Dexcom. I feel like the Dexcom Good leap for can him. be life-changing. Yeah. So. I bet he comes along to it at some point. Yeah. I really do. And- and I think the Omnipod 5, so my daughter has Omnipod 5, and I think I like, I'm like i selling that to everyone I know, and um, I think that 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 technology may entice him. Good, good. That's excellent. Okay, so let's find out about your daughter's diagnosis. Um, okay. I mean, did you ever think, well, my husband has type 1 diabetes, there's people on his side of the family with type 1, clearly our kids are going to get type 1, or did you not think of it that way? No, I, I thought even when I was pregnant, I, I like Googled it. And uh, it was like, I think when I Googled it, it was like 7% or 10% or something. Whatever I read said 10%. I'm like, oh, 10%, no biggie. <laughs> I can handle that. And uh, so I, when they were little, when my kids were little, every time they would get sick or they would wake up from like a night terror and just were screaming for no reason, we'd, we'd poke their finger and test their blood because I was like, you know, if you're throwing up or you're screaming for no reason, there's something wrong. And I mean, their blood sugars were fine. And my daughter, so even so, she was in first grade, and she, we, I think we even poked her finger like three or four months before she was diagnosed. Just be, I think she got sick. We poked her finger. She was fine. Um, and then that it was the end of the school year. She had done her first week of summer camp, and she was at summer camp that whole week. Um, she had been, you know, running around like crazy you know at summer camp and i was thinking she's really tired she's she's really tired she was wetting the bed like epically um and i was like oh she's so tired like she's not getting up in the night that's you know crazy and then the last day we're driving her up to summer camp and um she gets out of the car you know to bring her over to the counselors and i put her water bottle back in her bag and i'm like honey did you drink your entire water bottle on the way here she's like yeah i'm thirsty i was like that's really weird and so that's what clicked in my head like oh, wait a minute. Like, so when she got, but I didn't, you know, I was like, oh, well, she's fine. We'll check her blood sugar when we get home. Well, that night I forgot about it. And then at night we gave her pizza every, every Friday we give pizza. And then at bedtime, I was like, oh yeah, I, her, she drank all that water. I need to check her blood sugar. So we pulled out our extra meter and checked her blood sugar. And it just said hi. Mm. And I just like, I instantly knew I was like, oh, she's diabetic. Like, but you know, like heart, like it's like, I just knew. Yeah, but it's like nine o'clock at night, so I just called the nurses line at the pediatrician because I'm like, what do we do? Do we go to the doctor? She's fine, like she's jumping around, you know, but she's not throwing up. She's not. <laughs> like, what do we do? So we got called the nurses line, left a message. Um, they left. They didn't get back to me until the next morning, and they're like, "You need to go to the emergency room." And of course, then I felt like the worst mother ever because I was like, I just wait. Did your husband have no like input on this? Oh no, I mean he was like. I mean, it was just that night that we were talking about it. And yeah, I was like, yeah. did you notice she's drinking a lot? 
Um, and then when we took the high, I was like, what do we do? And he's like, I don't know. What do we do? This I was guy, like, do we go the emergency room? Do we know. go? To- <laughs> Rebecca, he must make a ton of money. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> also, I like so the- my go my ahead. only solution was, well, I'll just leave a message at the pediatrician's office. And <laughs> <laughs> Again, you guys are funny. Can I ask two questions? Uh, I loved your phrasing. This isn't a question. Give pizza. We give pizza on Friday. That was a fascinating yeah. like like sentence structure. That's that my my husband would call that a mainism because I mean I feel like we we cut out a lot of words. My mom does the same thing. Well, it's my fantastic. Loves to mock me. Well, we give pizza. <laughs> I was like, what in the hell? And also, here, how do you get away with smoking weed when you have a government job? I don't understand. I don't smoke anyway. <laughs> That's insane. That's not true. Are you drunk right now? Are you day drinking? What's going on, Rebecca? I love no. you. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> this is the um. This is your. You've got this New England vibe about you. How is that actually a thing? It's fascinating. I don't know. It really is fascinating. You like I've lived here too long. <laughs> there's there have been uh, there are sisters that grew up around you that have been on the podcast. Have you heard them? I don't think so. Oh, okay. At the end, I'm going to tell you who they are because I like it, there's a moment where I'm like, am I talking to one of those girls right now? Like I couldn't. Figure, you guys have like a very specific way about you. I love like the kids' blood sugar is high, and you're like, I called someone. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Well, then, of course, the next morning that, you know, they call me back and they're like, oh, you need to go to the emergency room now. And I'm like, OK. I'm like, she's fine. Like, I mean, she was we were eating breakfast. I actually did check her fasting. I was like, oh, I should. In the morning, we checked her fasting. She was like 260. I was like, oh, we really need to do something. So when they called me back, they're like, oh, the emergency room, because I was thinking, oh, we just need a, I just need an endo. This kid needs insulin. Like I was kind of, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what. I know. I love you. I, I really do. I I swear to you, I would. So when your kid's not a lethargic, I, I'm the kind of mom, like, you know, if they have a fever, as long as they're not lethargic and they're not throwing up and listless, you know, they're fine. They'll, they'll get, you know, their, their system will figure it out. It's when they're acting funny. And she was acting fine. She was acting totally uh, normal. I should have married you. I swear to God, like I get my <laughs> balls broken by a type A woman every 36 minutes. You're just like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll see you tomorrow. Have pizza. Let me give pizza. Yeah. Oh, I swear to God. I'm I'm going to go yeah, in the so other we, room. No, no, so we, I gave no, her no, strawberries no. and a bunch of breakfast, and then we took her in the emergency room. Rebecca, and then, um, I'm going to go smother my wife with a pillow, and then I'm going to come back and make a serious proposition to you, okay? Because <laughs> I am tired of having my feet held to the fire. <laughs> I think my husband would have have a problem with that. <laughs> well, I could take him down. He's got a higher A1C. <laughs> I, think I, <laughs> I think I can get him. <laughs> No, but, but okay. So she, you're at the hospital with her. You don't know what yep. to expect. I also, well, so, uh, and it's COVID. So we're I was, oh. that's the other thing. I was like, I didn't run to the hospital cause you know, it's the middle of COVID and yeah. you know, no, I, I thought that. COVID would be way worse than diabetes at this point, <laughs> but they got us right in. Um, her blood sugar was, um, like four ninety five. So yeah. like after that breakfast, yeah. What'd you have for breakfast again? I don't know. Strawberries and I don't even know. Yeah, just cereal. Some pure sugar, right from Jesus. Pure sugar, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now she can't even eat cereal, so it's. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> when you saw the two sixty number, your husband was probably like, "That's fine." Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, by the way, Zoe and Roxy are the girls I'm thinking of. It's episode Zoe and Roxy, okay. Yeah, episode uh, three seventy six and a follow up episode five twenty two. If you don't listen to them and think, "Oh, I live across the street from those people," I'm going to be completely surprised. Although I think okay. they're from Vermont, but. At this point, I'm thinking this is all the same thing. So <laughs> it's all the same thing. That's yeah. what a lot of people think. There's like, it's all the same. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they got us right in, um, and then they 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 did a saline drip and 
did some labs and I mean, fed her a hot dog. <laughs> like, um, it was really surreal. And then the pediatrician comes in and she's like, well, she's not in DKA. She's, um, and she said, your, she said, your husband has type one. So you know what to do. We're going to give you a Humalog and Basaglar and discharge you. And I was like, wait, what, what? <laughs> and they actually said, well, your husband is type one. They, he knows what to do. And they actually, they got, um, they gave us one of those carb counting sheets with um, how to do a calculation for both your um, carb insulin and your correction insulin. And then they FaceTimed with my husband and it was like a test. Like, could he fill it out? <laughs> like, okay. And, and, and basically I guess we know. passed. Could he? Like, <laughs> he did. Yeah, we passed. We, we could do the math. They gave us a really preliminary ratio, like carb ratio and correction factor. I, and, um, I have to tell you, you passed the test. I can do math. Great, thank you. <laughs> I'm I'm surprised the two of you are alive. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> and then they discharged us, and they're like, "We'll follow up with endo on Monday." I was like, "Okay." So we had two days of just like giving my daughter insulin and not really knowing why or how or anything. Well, like that. I mean, we knew. I mean, we follow. I mean, I, we knew how to count carbs. We knew how to give insulin, but um, I was terrified. I was. I think I poked her finger every hour because yeah. I was like, wait a minute, like what if she, but honestly it was such a really preliminary ratio that it barely got her in the two hundreds mm-hmm. the whole weekend. Right. And I guess that's what they want to do. They want to bring you down slowly. Right. Well, so you don't I, I'm have amazed. a seizure. Yeah. I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm amazed at how after all this time, it's just really fascinating. After all this time with your husband, like you really had the exact kind of like experience that everybody has when their kids yeah. diagnosed, like, you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. Please don't trust me with any of this. And, right. uh, you know, but he did like, when we got home, I was at the ER with him. Cause they only allow one person in the ER. Right. I was at the ER with my daughter, you know, we're FaceTiming with him occasionally. And then when I got home, then he's like, he taught her how to give an injection. I mean, my daughter has watched injections her whole life. Yeah, so sure. that didn't freak her out. I mean, poking her kind of freaked her out. I think the worst part for her was the finger stick, <laughs> like, you know, doing, um, doing the tests. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, do, do you think, was there any comfort in it for her that her dad had it? Yeah. I think she, I think she, yeah. She's like, we're the same now. And yeah, mm. I mean, she was seven. She's, yeah. What does she I think? think I mean, I think she was held. Let's say that again. A year later. Is it still strike her the same way? Do you think? Um, I think so. I think she's, I think the, the novelty is worn off for her. Um, <laughs> so she was on MDI for like six months. And then, um, of course, I listened to the podcast, so I I did that thirty day trial for Dash. So we did the Dash. Thank you. Starting in January, <laughs> I know my my sister calls me fangirl because I like literally listen to all your all your uh, ads. Oh, she's, she's like, is there an ad that you haven't like bought into? Because I did the trial net because of you, and then I was really mad because my son. <laughs> oh, I'm, the, I'm the reason you know your kid's gonna get diabetes one day yeah well, okay well hey t- first of all tell your sister shut up because yeah. if i don't do the ads uh, you don't get the podcast so um I, yeah. I don't know what she thinks i'm doing over here but i got i got bills too you know what i mean yeah so um yeah so we did yeah. dash with her we did the 30-day trial with dash um and then when omnipod 5 came out um we had just changed insurances and um i was like oh they're not gonna cover it and they covered it right off as soon as it was available in what, may june and we got it first of july good wow oh, second so, honor yeah yeah okay so let's let's finish up although <laughs> i am going to ask about your sister at some point by the way i meant to get to the omnipod five like a half an hour ago but 
I swear to you, I love you. So we could just chat like <laughs> this forever. Doesn't matter to me if we ever talk about Omnipod 5. Uh, so let me just make sure I understand the the timeline. Your daughter was on MDI for how, six months or so. Six months yeah. or so. Uh, on the dash, Omnipod dash. Uh, by the way, I don't usually do this, but Omnipod.com forward slash juice box. And then, um, <laughs> and then from dash in July, which is now August, September, about three or four months ago, you started Omnipod 5. Okay. Then obviously it's the first algorithm. You guys are an amazing test case because you don't you've never used it before. She's fairly newly diagnosed. How are you finding it? How first how was the transition from Dash to Omnipod 5? I like jump for joy cuz we weren't getting great. So she came out of honeymoon or I guess she's still technically honeymooning, but in December she was still on MDI and she went from like 10 units a day to like 20 units a day mm-hmm. in like a couple weeks. And it was like a train wreck. <laughs> like We could not get her numbers down. And then she started Dash the next month. And we got it. I mean, we got it better, but we still, that first A1C in March was seven. She was 6.6 on MDI. And then I think the combination of coming out of Honeymoon and just figuring out the pump, um, she went up to seven. And it, I, I feel like on Dash... We kind of figured it out, but we still were like fighting with her, like getting her basal right and mm-hmm. getting that. She gets a lot of every night, nighttime spikes for hormones. She's grown like four inches in the last year. Yeah. It's, um, I, I feel like we never got a great, we got great results with Dash. It was just a lot of fiddling. And I, I, it's just a lot of work, a lot of thinking. And then when we went to Omnipod five in July, um, I felt like I could breathe again because I wasn't up all night correcting. I wasn't, you know, then you'd overshoot and have to then correct lows. I feel like Omnipod 5 really gets all those lows. Mm-hmm. Um, it also is just simpler. Like the, the system is simpler. So there's, I like the in automatic mode, it takes away your um, temp, temp basal and extended bolus. Cause then just caregiving is easier both on my part. And then when we give our caregiving to the school and to family members, all I have to tell them is like, put in her carbs. And if she beeps high, you know, try a correction. Right. on the pump and it's very simple and then well, you you know you always teach them how to deal with low blood sugar mm-hmm. but um the system itself is just simple like there's one button i feel like then that's probably how they designed it it's just really simple no they um, made it for you they really did yeah yeah seriously. they made it for me and caregiving like caregiving i know people are you can definitely get better numbers by fiddling but like you really like if you need simplicity in your life yeah this is by far so simple um you know coming from the dash to Right. The Omnipod Five, I, and we were getting we're getting better results for way less effort. I mean, I feel like if we fiddled more, we could get her into the low sixes or fives. But you know, I was ecstatic with the six point five. Um, you know, just mm-hmm. no, I so understand. Much less work. I understand, <laughs> and I actually, you know, first of all, there's no judgment for anybody's desires about their health. Like whatever you are shooting for is fine with me. But I've been making the point, I think, for years now. Um, while some people argue with me, like, well, you know, I don't know. There's like a hierarchy. It's like a, you know, a drop down list of how hard people want to work or how much effort they want to put in. Like, the, you know what I mean? There's, and there's different people. Some people are fiddling constantly and they're happy to be involved in that. Some people would prefer for it not to be so intensive. And some people would like it to just be like, look, this thing does the thing and I let it go and whatever happens, happens. And I like that there. Everyone is represented in here. And, I think Omnipod 5 is is set up exactly for that. It is set up yeah. for people like you who are like, look, I do not 
I can't like I I can't be fiddling with this thing constantly. Like let it make some yeah. of the decisions. Yeah. And I think you're the I think you're the majority, Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love for it to be. E- I mean, we still correct a lot, sure. especially at night. It does not keep up with those hormone spikes. We mm-hmm. I mean, we correct between nine and twelve at night. Yeah. Every hour and a half, two hours, just to keep on top of it, because it just it can't handle that. And I know it's for safety reasons. It's not going to dump because when she was on dash, her basal between 9 p.m. and 12 p.m. was five times her day basal. Yeah. Oh, no. So. Oh, my God. Arden, like I said earlier, <laughs> I don't know if it's when we were recording or not, but Arden's at school and sick right now and has her period. And yeah. over the last like three days, I've given her like she and I have like together talked about and given amounts of insulin that no one would tell you to do. And 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 uh, most of the time, that's just keeping her under two hundred. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and the like the algorithm based on your settings would ne- it never know. Like you know, you can say, right. like I was talking, I interviewed somebody yesterday using the six seventy G six eight. I for Jesus, why does Medtronic name their stuff like that? Like why not just call it something like Shazam? So I know what the hell it is. Uh, but it's whatever their newest algorithm is that's available only overseas right now, and. As I'm talking to her, the the girl goes, look, you, you still have to be involved in these things. She's like, I'm, I'm afraid people think you're going to put an algorithm on and never have to be involved again. That's not the case. It doesn't matter if it's tandem, control IQ, Omnipod 5, or the Medtronic. You, you need to be involved. It's yeah. just the level that you need to be involved changes pretty significantly. And yeah, it if, does. if we're being honest, you know, hormones are tough. So it could end up being easier for prepubescent kids and men, I'm guessing, you know, over women who get their periods. So, yeah. you know, anyway, but uh, I, it sounds like you love it. I, I do love it. I, I mean, there's some things I, the, the hormone spikes I can't handle. I don't love the activity mode on it. We don't use that. Um, mm-hmm. It's a little too, it, it brings the target up to 150. And then um, I think it lowers the algorithm or makes the algorithm less strong. We actually use, um, when she goes, she, my daughter's a dancer and she's sometimes at dance class for like five or six hours and we'll just um, move her target to like 130 for that period of time. Yeah. So the, um, and then the and move it back when they're done. Yeah. The activity is too aggressive. So you just, you pick a higher target instead of the, yeah. the one that, right. So she's at 110 most of the time. And then um, we do 130 for dance. Um, and that, it seems to work that we tried the activity mode a couple times and it just, she would go 180, 200 and mm-hmm. just kind of creep up. Yeah. Too much. Just too much, but yeah. it works. That little tweak worked, and um, it's a little bit of a pain because if you forget about it, you're like, "Wait, why? Why is uh, she creeping up?" <laughs> so. Oh, so how? When do you turn it on prior to dance, or when dance starts, yeah. or how do you handle that? Prior to dance, yeah. Usually on the way there, I'll uh, just go into the uh, target glucose setting mm-hmm. in there, and I'll just roll it up to one one thirty, and then usually when she gets home, I'll roll it back to one ten. Nice. But that's a manual thing. They can't put a timer on that. I guess the, you can put time slots, but she doesn't have dance every day. So I do I do it manually. Oh, wait a minute. I didn't know that. You could time slot targets? You can, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you can, so you can have like a different overnight target, how, different school target. How yeah. do I not know that? That's a great feature. Yeah. Yeah, except you're saying you can't use it in this specific situation because she doesn't dance every if day. If she had dance every day at 4 o'clock, I could. Yeah. But um, she doesn't. So. Okay, so... All right. So now you have like a year's worth of experience with diabetes. And you said her A1C is like six and a half. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. Um, Jack has how many? He, well, the original trial net, uh, you know, finger pick per, uh, poke said three antibodies. And then when um, the Joslin Diabetes Center in Boston called us, 
we um, came down for like a follow-up and they ended up finding five antibodies. So that was like three months later. And now he's in the um, pathway to prevention study, mm-hmm. which is, so he goes every, well, he was going every three months. Now he's going every six months where they do an oral glucose tolerance test. Um, every, um, every time we go down, it's a two hour test where he drinks a hundred gram glucose drink. Hmm. And then they test his blood sugar throughout the two hours. And, um, the first time we did it, I thought I had another diabetic cause they, <laughs> they came back with his, his post, um, two hour glucose was 200. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you have two of those tests at 200 in a row, that's diagnostic, clinically diagnosed diabetic and i was like oh <laughs> um but that so that was in march um they brought us back a, a month later because they're like we need to redo it because if he is diabetic we we know you need to go see the endo mm-hmm. so we went back um he did the oral glucose tolerance test again he was 173 which after the two hours which is impaired glucose which is like i don't know if you've had people talk about the three phases of diabetes onset but phase one is just i just antibodies phase two is antibodies and impaired glucose and then phase three is clinical diagnosis so he was kind of in that phase two this in um april when he went back and they're like well we'll just we'll have him back in three months um he's not diabetic yet but just you know watch him if anything happens you know you know what to do call the er (laughs) now i would go to the er um and then we just went in september um and did his test and um he was his two-hour oral glucose tolerance test was 130, which is normal, and his A1C was also normal. You... Um, so the only thing we added after talking to the endocrinologist at Joslin is we added vitamin D, a high-dose vitamin D, and we added, added some high-dose of fish oil, which there are some case reports that say it can extend honeymoon, and it can also extend, um, if you're predisposed, um, can... Uh, not prevent onset, but like delay onset. Okay. So at this point, we're just kind of trying to delay onset with whatever we can. Um, He's 12. So if the endocrinologist said, if we could get through puberty, that spike of hormones at puberty, get him on the other side of puberty before he's diagnosed, we'll just be be in a better place. Um, So that's where we're at now. We're just, uh, he he takes vitamin D and fish oil. We get our oral glucose tolerance test every three months. And well, I have a question. When you, (laughs) When you tell him this, how does he respond? Uh, he at first was like, I'm not going to do a study. Like, he was 11 mm-hmm. at the time. And um, yeah, you know, I mean, he's a classic gamer kid, 11. <laughs> like, just He was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. And I'm like, well, Jack, I mean, this originally we posed it as this study, you might be able to prevent type 1. Because at, at the time, we thought he might be able to get into one of the clinical trials for the prevention drugs that are out there. Yeah. So that's how we, we posted it to him. We're like, hey, you know, if we can do these uh, tests, maybe you can qualify for some medicine that would then prevent type 1 from happening. And then you wouldn't get type 1 like dad and Kate. So um, and then he, he was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, and now he's he was a little unsure about the first or, oral glucose tolerance test because they had to put an IV in. But now he's pretty used to it. We've been on there three times and right. he's pretty used to it. The vitamins, we tell him, like, again, the vitamins might delay or prevent diabetes but we're not sure um again i'm not holding out hope like this is like a magical cure but no at this point anything that helps (laughs) yeah no i understand i'm wondering more about like his like he knows he's at some point in his life likely going to get diabetes 
Yes. And, and But what's that? Like, I'm sure you had to tell him that. Yeah. Yeah. And so, we're still at the point where, like, you don't have diabetes yet. That's what we keep telling him. Right. Like, and then we're going to do everything we can to prevent that, but we might not be able to. And that's what we tell him. I'm like, we're not. So do you, I'm not going to. I don't. I never posed it like you're going to get diabetes because of this, because that would terrify an 11 year old. But no, no. I'm um, wondering if like he's using his kind of, uh, you know, like his age and his ability to just go like, uh, you know, anything, anything 15 minutes or longer from now is in the future. So, yeah, I just I don't think about it. Or do you think it like have you seen any like impacts on his psyche, I guess is what I'm wondering. No. And he's, he's a really anxious kid. That's part of the way, reason why we talk about it the way we do is he's, he has um, like generalized anxiety. So he has anxiety about things. So mm-hmm. we, we talk about it. We give him the facts, but we're not, I'm not going to worry him unnecessarily. Sure, because... No, no, I wouldn't expect you to. I'm just wondering <laughs> if how he responded. That's all. And he's fine. I mean, he yeah. seems fine about it. He's, he's, he likes his trips to Joslyn. We get a Subway sandwich afterward. I think that's probably why he likes it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we have Subway in our town. Don't think we live so far away from real life that we don't have These Subway in our town. people think Subway is a treat. That's what you're worried people are going to think right now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, no, he seems – I honestly, we've talked about it, but I think he just doesn't want to think about it. Like, no, I think he's, I would imagine. Again, like what you said, like – it's not going to happen to him today, so he's not going to think about it. Right. Now, that's how I imagine it would go, honestly. I just was wondering. Um, and when it happens, it happens. We're not, I mean, yeah. Yeah. We'll deal with it we'll, with, with what it comes in. We'll deal with it by getting a part-time job to pay for the, <laughs> to pay for all I know. stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, do they have, like, a punch card? Well, at this point, my daughter and my husband are on the same, you know, they're both on Novolog and they both have Dexcom, so we kind of just interchange there's supplies. A pile, just a pile of supplies. Yeah. And actually, over the summer, I plopped an old Libre on on Jack just to see. And I wore one, too, because I was like, hey, if you wear one, I'll wear one. And um, it was fascinating. He actually had – he didn't get over 100 the whole summer. Um, You know, and he was eating. He eats like a typical 11-year-old, 12-year-old. Yeah. How were, how were um, your blood sugars when you were looking? I Mine are low. I, I like barely get over 70, you know, just sitting around. And then – um. You know, I might get to 90 if I really try. Yeah, that's something. It is crazy. Actually, that really, that really helps you kind of understand how the body works. And I don't, I never really freaked out about 70, but like, I really don't freak out about 70 anymore. (laughs) No, I, um, (laughs) yeah, no, I, I think wearing a CGM, if you don't have diabetes, gives you a lot of insight into what your goals are when you're managing insulin. It is. And those spikes are normal. Like. Okay, yes, my daughter and husband spike way more than I do, but like I don't have a flat line either. Like, you know, I go up 30, 50 points and come back down. Like Yeah. Um, well, well, I feel like that's pretty normal. Like Yeah, the, I think I mean, if I can, I think the the idea about avoiding spikes with diabetes isn't that you are so worried if a blood sugar goes to 140. The problem is is that the 140 turns into 180 and the 180 turns right. into 220. If it stays there. Yeah. And, yeah, and, I and get worried about it if it stays there. Like yeah. if it goes up comes right back down. Right. I don't get too worked up about this quote, quote, spike. Um, it's if it goes up and stays there, then I'm like, wait, we, no, we messed I, something up. <laughs> yeah, I think, of, I think of the spikes more as indicators for, like, generally speaking, how well I'm doing with the insulin. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's. And then the hit of the food, like, we've kind of dialed my daughter's breakfast into a, just a handful of things that we know she doesn't really go over 150. Because I, I just can't send her to school with her, like, 
pushing 200 because she, when she gets over 200, she just is not in a good learning space. So we, we have a handful of foods that, you know, she eats bagels and waffles and English muffins or whatever for breakfast, but we know how to dose for them. And I can, you know, she just goes up to 140, 150, comes right back down and hangs out 110 pretty much all, all day long. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's a, it's amazing. Yeah, so that Omnipod five is really great for that. And then I know, like, I'm not worried about it over shooting on the bottom end, like, you know, maybe going down to 70 because I know Omnipod will kind of dial down or basil if, if I, if I missed it, you know, <laughs> how many, how many like serious lows has she had on Omnipod five? Um, Oh God, I don't even think she had one actually a couple days ago, but it was, we were in the car and she, we were eating, we ate McDonald's. I mean, we eat really healthy stuff, right? We were having McDonald's on the way home from visiting my brother. And um, she was like, I'm going to have a cookie too. So we dosed for the McDonald's and the cookie. And she didn't actually end up eating the cookie. And we got home and um, she hit 70. And I'm like, oh, you know, have a glucose tab. And um, and then she kept going. I'm like, what is going on? And we finally started going back through her dosing. And then I saw a 26 carb dose that my husband put in while I was driving. And I was like, what was this 26 carbs? And he's like, oh, that was a cookie. And I'm like, Kate, did you eat the cookie? And she's like, no. And I'm like, oh, well, there it is. You have 26 carbs floating around. Oh, you know, we gave you insulin for 26 carbs. We now know. But so that wasn't an Omnipod problem. That was us misdose, you know, right. that was a misdose that she didn't eat the cookie. Rebecca, uh, I, but other than that, no, <laughs> like, like, that's she's, it. well, that's great. So, I mean, that's not a low that's you guys bolusing too much, but exactly. Yeah, yeah. But all the lows, I think she's had a couple that might hit the low sixties. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we do a glucose tab. Actually, that's what we've learned from you. Like what they treat, they say you need 15 grams of carbs. I'm like, okay. A seven, eight-year-old does not need 15 grams of carbs. Well, <laughs> so on the she gets one. Yeah, right. It's awesome. one glucose tab usually is what uh, does it for her. Um, sometimes we need a juice box if if it's like a down arrow, yeah, double down arrow. Then I'll. It depends on the situation. Box. Also, this sucks that this cookie story was about your daughter because I was going to respond, Rebecca. Don't you hate it when they don't eat the cookie? But it <laughs> seemed so inappropriate because it was about your daughter, so I let it go. But I am bringing it up now because it delighted me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's, I feel like Omnipod 5, that's like, if lows are an issue, those are definitely, that's where it shines. That's. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, The fact that it can just dial down the, and it will dial down the the, uh, basil away from the controller, which is even great. Like she was at the water park this summer, Mm. away, away from me, away from all our devices. And it just did its thing. Like it would, like she's going down water slides or she's in the water and it's talking to the Dexcom the whole time and. It can't be said enough that the algorithm lives on the pod and the pod and the Dexcom are talking to each other and the controller or any other accoutrements, which there are none of, but the controller does not need to be anywhere near those two devices for them to work. Yes. And that's one of also one of my favorite parts. (laughs) Like she does not need to be tied to anything. So, you know, yeah, we just put those stretchy wraps around it when she's in the water and let her go. That's that. Excellent. Look at you. You've got this all figured out now. You went from not oh. knowing anything to really being on top of this. I've, well, some sometimes. Well, oh. I, I have to say this podcast has helped. A friend of mine, it was like a friend of a friend that Sunday that, that she was diagnosed, texted me on Facebook and was like, oh, my friend, friend's son is diabetic. You should talk to her. So I messaged her and she's like, you need to listen to the Juice Box podcast. I was like, what the heck's the Juice Box podcast? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I started listening to it that Sunday. So I she had di- been diagnosed the day before. Yeah. And actually that Monday we went into the endo's office and I actually had heard a Dexcom ad and they, 
we went into the endo's office that Monday and they're like, what do you need? I'm like, I need a Dexcom. <laughs> oh, Rebecca, I appreciate you saying that. This is for all the sponsors. If And again, I know you're listening. I don't get credit when Rebecca goes in the doctor's office and buys Dexcom or when she gets an yep. Omnipod 5 from the endo, but I still sold it. So yep. don't call me and hawk me in China about clicks. Okay. <laughs> That's, I'm yeah, sorry. I mean, so I'm sorry, yeah. Rebecca. Oh, Did I, I didn't even know. I knew about Libre because my husband had de- had gotten a Libre at, years before. So I knew about Libre. And actually, that's I was like, I'm going to go in and ask for Libre. I didn't even know Dexcom existed. And then mm-hmm. when I had heard a couple, I listened to a couple of the newly diagnosed episodes. And uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, this Dexcom thing sounds awesome. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to edit this out and send it to people. So they leave me the hell alone. You understand? <laughs> Listen, the advertisers are fantastic. I have a really good relationship with them. I just, there's this one aspect of it that um, it's not quantifiable. You can't capture that. Yeah, yeah. and it can't be captured. And we all agree that it can't be captured. But then when it comes time to pay, some of them are like, well, what about the clicks? And I'm like, well, what about the agreement we have that I'm probably selling a ton of them in the freaking doctor's office? They go, oh, yeah, I know. But I can't show that to my boss. And I'm like, I don't care. So (laughs) anyway, that's basically the conversation. You people don't know how much work I put into keeping this podcast going is what I'm telling you. And it freaks up. It's upsetting sometimes. Well, obviously the ads work because I'm like, you know, I think I've clicked on everything you've ever sold. Yeah. Hey, if you got an athletic greens yet i just started with them (laughs) (laughs) it's athleticgreens.com forward slash juice box (laughs) look i'm doing all this work for you You don't even have to do ads for this show (laughs) i I really do appreciate that no it's listen i won't go into a long conversation about it but uh because i still want to ask about your sister but um you don't know it's it seems like you just you you pick up your phone and there's a guy talking to you but i work about 70 hours a week on this podcast I can't have a job. The ads have to work. And yeah. and then the advertisers have to keep coming back. Do you know what I mean? Like they it, right. it's year after year or the soon as they don't come back, it's over. And that's, you know, um so there's a lot of pressure on my side to keep everybody happy and I I am I don't take ads from just anybody. I could do that and it would make my life easier, but I don't. So yeah. I stick with products that I know are great, that I know you guys need. And and then uh, it's just there's a whole business side to this that I just I hate. Obviously, if you listen to me long enough, I really am. I, I'm not cut out to be in business. I'm cut out to make this <laughs> podcast. So I was in a meeting the other day and it ended. It, try to imagine I was in a meeting with two people from a PR company that work for a company. And then I was the, the, also in that meeting were two people from the company. I know that's hard to understand, but there's a company. I was meeting with yep. them. They hire a PR company to manage stuff that happens. We're setting up an episode that I think is going to be great for you guys. And we're talking about how it's going to get set up and regulatory things and what can't be said and like these just mind numbing meetings. And it ended and I realized that I had said twice in that meeting. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't belong in business is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's obviously working. I mean, I wish they could count. You should like do a survey. Like, how many of you have gone to your endo asking for a Dexcom or Omnipod? Yeah, that's <laughs> your ma- show. that's your math brain. But what'll happen is the number will come back, and they'll only want to pay for that number. And I'll be like, well, the whole yeah. world didn't hear the survey, and they'll be like, uh. Yeah. So there's no way to get around this. It's it, no. it, actually in their defense, it's an unwinnable situation because yeah. they give me a link, and they can track the link, and I can't. Yeah. And then I have a link that I can track, but if you guys type it into a browser, then I'm not tracking it either. So I I have no leverage either. It's just a very weird position to be in. 
Um, but it obviously works because I mean, this podcast is freaking huge. I don't want to be argued with is what I'm saying. Rebecca, don't trifle with me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm all right. Not you, them. All right. Now your your sister, um, diagnosed at 30 years old. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Just before she turned 30 January of this year. Um, it was kind of a, it was funny because at Christmas time I saw her Christmas. So it'll just a week before she was diagnosed and she we're, you know, having Christmas, we do Christmas Eve, Eve with all the siblings and mm-hmm. uh, we we're having big meal. And she was complaining how thirsty she was. And I was joking. I was like, well, I have Kate's meter. Do you want me to test your blood sugar? And she's like, ha ha. Like, Cause I, I obviously she's like, you think everyone has diabetes. And I, I'm like, no, really I'll test you. And she's like, no, I'm fine. And then she texts me it's the 4th of January. And she texts me. She's like, I'm at my primary care. My A1C is 14. I have diabetes. I was like, what? And they were like, they're sending. I told you. Yeah. Well, I was like, well, if you had listened to me, well, then they would have ruined her Christmas, right? Um, (laughs) um, But I was like, um, and she's like, they're sending me to the ER. I was like, well, do you, and her husband is a um, technician. He works like in the Northern part of Maine. So he's not there during the week. He's only there on weekends. And I knew her husband was probably four or five hours away. I'm like, do you need someone? to meet you at the ER. And she's like, that would be great. So she was sent to the ER and I, I live two hours away. So I started driving. I dropped, actually, I dropped my daughter off at dance class. <laughs> I got in the car. I texted her. I was like, while you're waiting, listen to this podcast. And I actually texted her your first, uh, you know, newly diagnosed episode. Uh, I was like, while you're waiting, e- listen to this episode. <laughs> episode 210, Rebecca, is the most popular episode in the Yeah, so I, I texted her that, said I'm like, uh, and actually, I listened to your podcast on the way up as well, the two-hour drive. Um, I didn't listen to that episode, but I listened to a couple other ones. And um, yeah, I met her. I met some, well, it's of course, it's COVID again. I got to the ER. The nurse comes out. She's like, um, yeah, she's okay. She's on a saline drip. I've never seen this before. And I'm looking at this nurse and I'm like, she's like, she's crazy. And she's like, never in my 30 years have I seen this before. And I'm like, what are you talking about? A woman with a high blood sugar? Like, yeah. she's like, no, <laughs> No, she just, I don't know what, my my sister is tiny. She's like 110 pounds. So they were, they basically diagnosed her with type 2 diabetes. 110 pounds, 400 blood sugar, 14 A1C, type 2 diabetes. And I'm like, uh, are you sure? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're like, so when they finally discharge her, they're, they're like, she's, they said, I have type, type 2 diabetes. They want me to go get a meter and make an appointment with an endo. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. Like that just, right. um, so literally I picked her up. We went and got sushi. We picked up a meter at CVS and we went home and I'm like, you need to call the endo like seven and whatever, what time they open 7am in the morning and demand that you go see them because this doesn't sound right. Your blood sugars are really high and they're not coming down. This does not sound like type two diabetes. I mean, we have, we have a couple type two diabetics in our family or our family right. my, and my father-in-law is a type two. I'm like, this doesn't sound like type two. And like the acute onset of it does not sound like type two. So let's, I mean, go see an endo. So that next morning, I stayed overnight at her house next morning. She got into the endo. Um, I went with her, but her husband actually finally got home and went to the endo with her, but only was that, that was the only person that could go in. I waited in the waiting room and I guess the endo was one of these, I don't want to, I don't want to swear, but like a whole endos that just literally came in hot was like, you don't have diabetes. And she's like, what? Like, My A1C is 14. My blood sugar is over 400. What do I have? Um, he said it's due to steroids because she was getting steroid injections for a bulging disc. 
and there is a um, you can get hyperglycemia from sure. steroids. Yeah, but four hundred. Yeah, and I was like, well, okay, well, that, I mean, if that's it, fine. Uh, but he, she started. She had actually been having um, gastro some. Um, eyesight issues over for three to six months. She's been had. She like explained some other symptoms she'd been having for yeah, three to six months her blood prior. Been high for six months, right? Yeah. And uh, I think finally by the end of the conversation, he did he he did labs and he did prescribe insulin. Okay. Um. He so he did actually do full antibody workup and um did actually she did leave with uh, humulin, actually no, humalog and basaglar. Wow. How, how is she yeah. doing right anyway. now? What does she use? What? How is she doing? Does she still listen to the podcast? She she does. She actually, I think, is on your schedule for February. Oh, cool. Uh, but she does because she actually, uh, she does, uh, she's doing okay. She got rid of that endo because he was just mm-hmm. not helpful at all. He he was he gave her a sliding scale, um, just really crazy stuff. Um, she d- does have three antibodies. So, yeah, she's type 1 diabetic. Um, she's actually in the topple study now. She's oh. actually at Beth Israel De- Deaconess today getting her – it's a 48-hour um, observation period after your first injection of the plasmids. So she's uh, – in. we're we a big science family, so she's uh, she's a PhD candidate, and she's like, I'll I'll do any trial that would, you know, yeah. no, I, help I, out I, the I, situation. So I want to say that – She's in the topple study. Um, I'm pushing that right now. TrialNet is paying me to push that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so she just got her first infusion, and um, yeah, it's supposed to slow or stop the immune system from attacking her beta cells because she actually still has quite a bit of beta cell function. Um, she's been honeymooning pretty hard okay. um, after that acute diagnosis um, where she was on quite a bit of insulin. Now she's down to like ten units a day, mm-hmm. and um, but she's pushing like an A one C of five point eight. Like she's doing great. She's right. on a Dexcom. Good for her. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. She just and now she's yeah doing this topple study. She's really hopes that because it, it was as an adult onset, um, and just having that endo experience and like the nurse telling her that she's crazy and she's never seen anything like it before. I mean, she just had a much different diagnosis story than we had with my daughter. My daughter was very cut and dry. They were super nice. They were uh, the the endocrinologists and the diabetic educators we saw were fabulous, and we got great care. And I feel like maybe where she lives or maybe just the endocrinologist he saw and her age, they just treated her completely different. Mm. Like you're not a diabetic and you know, we're going to give you a sliding scale. I'm like a sliding scale. Like what, yeah, <laughs> who does that? I know. Well, here, here's what you've brought up. Don't go to the hospital in the woods. That's the first. Thing. <laughs> okay. Um, also sushi in Maine. How is that? Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That threw yeah. me for a loop. When you were like, we hey, we have get... a lot of great seafood, and we're right on the coast. Great ports, yeah, great that, imports, well, that yeah. I assume the the, the yeah. seafood part, and and that I got, but I wasn't sure about sushi. Um, and the most important thing you've said today that people should take away from this, honestly, is listen to the ads. <laughs> 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 I really think that's your best message. <laughs> oh, thanks, Scott. I'm glad I talked for an hour, and that's. What... <laughs> No, no. So you got out of my conversation. No, I, I'm fascinated by your the trajectory and you know about it all being around you, but not being you. I'm it's fasc- not me. Yeah. yeah. So now my sister, I I chat. So my sister says I'm like her support system because they really, again, she doesn't have a great support system. Um, you know, this is new to her. She's like, she's like, you're the the 
most knowledgeable person I know about diabetes. I'm like, really? (laughs) Listen, you're in trouble. Let me just tell you right now. (laughs) I know. Because I was like, obviously, six months or, you know, 18 months ago, I knew nothing. So, um, but she's, uh, you know, she's actually created her own little Facebook group for adults with diabetes in Maine. She has like 20 people or so just because she's like the support system for adults is just not existent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, don't. She she, she would be a great, I, I hope she does end up going on your show because she's, She'd be a great person to chat about. Well, Her she, topple study alone would probably be interesting. Yeah. I mean, if she's on the schedule, then she's there. Yeah. And I would like to hear about that study 100%. Uh, but I don't, we're not be pimping out her Facebook group trying to, what are you trying to take people from me? I only have 30. Oh, he, she's got I think 20. she has 20 people. Well, I have 30,000 <laughs> and I can't afford to lose them. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just, uh, that's nice. I, I think that those local groups are really wonderful. Because then people, yeah, I think she, they're hoping to get, actually get together and chat in person. That's what I was going to say because they could actually, I mean, like for them, they'd have to get on four wheelers and pickup trucks and probably spend a couple <laughs> days going to a centralized <laughs> location. But um, it, it's nice to be local to somebody and be actually able to meet them in person. It's wonderful. Yeah. No, that really is cool. All right. Well, this was good, Rebecca. You did a good yeah. job. Yeah. Do you feel oh, like thanks. you did a good job? I think so. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. You're still nervous? No. No? Good. Yeah. Do you have any more questions for <laughs> Do you do oh you oh you don't want to go. Okay. No. Hold on, Rebecca. Let me get a drink and then we'll figure something else out. All right, we'll do you No, wanna, I'm good. I'm no, good. <laughs> no, let's do one more thing. You want to do one more thing? Sure. All right. Hold on. I want to go back to the part where you said this is your husband's mother's problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was my favorite part of the podcast so far. So um, if you, all right, if your daughter gets married to a guy who doesn't understand her diabetes, will you be okay with that? I think so. As long as he understands like the, the highs and lows, like the Emergency things stuff. that she can't, you know, the things that she can't take care of. Okay. Because um, I just did an interview with somebody recently. It's not out yet, but it'll be out well before yours is where the person, the woman in the relationship needed emergency help. She was basically in bed with a low, but thought, uh, how did this go? Her pump was beeping at her. She thought it was because the cartridge was low or empty. The husband was leaving for work early in the morning. She stops him and says, hey, can you please fill out my cartridge and bring it to me? I don't feel like going and doing it. He does that, and when he comes back, he finds her fairly unresponsive. And so he knows enough to hit her with glucagon, but then doesn't do any of the things afterwards that needed to be done. So he, like, hits her with the glucagon and then goes out into the other part of the house to call his work to be like, hey, I'm going to be late. My wife needs help with stuff. Like, it was that low energy. Did not call 911. Didn't really even, like, go back and sit with her. Just thought of it as, I know this sounds horrible to people who understand it better, but keep in mind, he really thought he was doing what he was supposed to do. He didn't understand like the bigger impacts that could have happened. And um, I'm just saying, I don't know. I think everybody needs to know. Yeah. I think you definitely need to know what what could happen. Like the the worst case scenario, how to deal with those. Right. How to give glucagon. What, you know. If you're unresponsive, stay with me. Come on. <laughs> well, see, now see to you that seems obvious, but you yeah. but you said things today that sounded obvious to other people that you didn't know about. And this True. is my yeah, this is my point is that um I understand not wanting people to be up in your business and but I mean once you're married like 
I don't know. I think you just have to just be open about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I just, that, that's what I hope. And I, and unless you can get your mother-in-law to help your husband with something. And then I think that's genius, by the way, <laughs> and just to keep her involved. Although you don't want that, right? Oh God, no, no, <laughs> no. She's a wonderful woman. <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't, you misunderstood <laughs> me, but that was hilarious. What I meant was, what I meant was when your son is 35 years old, you don't want to be in charge of something about his life, right? True, true. Mm-hmm. But also, like, again, you're an adult. Like, you can you could definitely take care of 90% or even 95% of your diabetes. Like, to be, I mean, yeah, you got to give until, people credit. Like, oh, most people, <laughs> most adults with diabetes can take care of their stuff. Like, it's really just Up not until- even 5%. Probably less than 1% of the time you, you're going to need help. Help, and, you mean um, like emergency help? Emergency help or yeah. like a reminder or whatnot. Well, um, let me play devil's advocate for a minute. Your husband talked about being burned out for a long time. What if you had some of the uh, the burden? Maybe he would not have burned out like that? Is that possible? Maybe. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you really, the you know, the dynamic relationship, you have to be conscious of that. You can, I, If your wife nagged you constantly, would you like, if about something wait wait like, if if or you say she does it's her whole job it's like, just like, not my personality to no, nag. no no like, no it's not a nag <laughs> no yeah, 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 nag's the wrong word uh constant yeah. input on what i'm doing <laughs> and why it's wrong what's the difference i don't know constant input like why are you doing constant like, input do this over yeah. now if i mention something to her if i'd be like hey why are you doing it like that She'll, oh judging me i'm like oh yeah. Oh. I mean, I can't even count on one. Like, I can count, I mean, probably 10,000 times where I'm like, hey, did you take your insulin? Did you take your insulin? Like, yes. I. But I wasn't like, what's your A1C? What, you know, yeah. what's your blood sugar right now? Like, I, I wasn't sitting over his shoulder while he was poking his finger, you know. I, no, look, I'm not judging. First of all, I'm not <laughs> judging you. And I'm not saying there's a right way to do it. I'm just asking questions. That's yeah. All. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, I just, um, I don't know. That's, right. That's I feel it. like, you know, when you're, and again, I didn't know what I didn't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I know you're a much more informed person today than you were a year and a half ago, for sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. And and actually, even it says he's like, well, well, and then he's like, you you get it now, and I'm like, well, I don't know, I don't, I don't have diabetes, so I don't fully get it. But caregiving for someone with diabetes at the level you need to care for a child, I definitely get. Well. Well, that's what all the numbers mean and all the. <laughs> yeah, but that's an interesting statement from him. Did he think, why am I going to bother sharing it with somebody who doesn't understand it? Maybe, and I, but I also, I mean, I'm a, I'm a sciencey person. I probably would understand it if I, if he wanted me to, like if he wanted to share that much with me, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we'll blame him. It's this is his fault. I got you. All right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He. Sh- I like it. <laughs> he should have. He should have asked. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can edit this all out. <laughs> no. What are you kidding me? This is fantastic. He's not going to listen to this. And your sister's not going to tell him. She hates him anyway. I mean, not hates him, but. No, know. he doesn't. Actually, I've sent him a couple episodes about complications and other things. And um, yeah, he, he sad to say, does not listen. Are you Catholic, Rebecca? I am not. My mother is. So maybe I have this like. I like the way you're. Catholic guilt. Yeah. I like you. Like I could guilt him remotely with a podcast. This would work. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I listen to this one. How many of you are using the podcast to guilt people digitally? Is that happening? <laughs> Jesus, I have sent them several. Uh, I was like, oh, or one. There was one with a dad on it that I was like, oh, this, you'd get this. Um, 
because he was a stay-at-home dad for a long time. I was like, this guy's a stay-at-home dad. You might get him. Mm. This guy's a freeloader, too? No, I'm just kidding. I was a stay-at-home dad forever. <laughs> Not anymore. He was a stay-at-home dad when our kids were little, though. Oh, that's nice. He seems like a good guy. Yeah. I'd be thrilled to talk to your husband. Yeah, I I don't know if I could convince him. There's to do that. no way he'd do it, but I not a not a chance. Doesn't need to be him. Any guy like your husband. Diabetes. He goes through the yeah all his dark ages of diabetes and all the crazy things he did as in his twenties and not having the information because there were no CGMs. Sure. And- no, I mean even <laughs> just the even just the the overall attitude towards diabetes. I'd love to pick through that with somebody who's had it yeah. for decades. I think it's interesting. So yeah. anyway. All right. Well, Rebecca, you were terrific. Thank you very much well, for doing this. I really do appreciate it. Would you hold on for one moment for me? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Well, let's thank Rebecca for coming on the show and sharing her story. And of course, we want to thank the sponsors, Dexcom, makers of the Dexcom G7, Dexcom.com forward slash juice box. And US Med, usmed.com forward slash juice box or call 888 721 1514. There are links in the show notes of all the audio players you're listening in right now and at juiceboxpodcast.com to US Med, Dexcom, and all of the sponsors. When you click on those links, you're supporting the production of the show and helping to keep it free and plentiful. If you have type 2 or pre-diabetes, the Type 2 Diabetes Pro Tip Series from the Juicebox Podcast is exactly what you're looking for. Do you have a friend or a family member who is struggling to understand their type 2 and how to manage it? This series is for them. Seven episodes to get you on track and up to speed. Episode 860, Series Intro. 864, Guilt and Shame. Episode 869, Medical Team. 874, Fueling Plan. Episode 880, Diabetes Technology. Episode 885, GLP-1s, Metformin, and Insulin. And in episode 889, we talk about movement. This episode is with me and Jenny Smith. Of course, you know Jenny is a certified diabetes care and education specialist. She's a registered and licensed dietitian. And Jenny has had type 1 diabetes for over 30 years. Too many people don't understand their type 2 diabetes. And this series aims to fix that. Share it with a friend or get started today. Once there was a time when I just told people, if you want a low and stable A1C, just listen to the Juicebox podcast. But as the years went on and the podcast episodes grew, it became more and more difficult for people to listen to everyone. So I made the Diabetes Pro Tip Series. This series is with me and Jenny Smith. Jenny is a certified diabetes care and education specialist. She's also a registered and licensed dietitian and a type 1 herself for over 30 years. And I, of course, am the father of a child who was diagnosed at age 2 in 2006. The Pro Tip series begins at episode 210, with an episode called Newly Diagnosed or Starting Over. And from there, all about MDI, pre-bolusing, insulin pumping, bumping and nudging, variables, exercise, illness, injury, surgeries, glucagon, long-term health, bumping and nudging, how to explain type 1 to your family, postpartum, honeymoon, transitioning, all about insulin, temp basils. These are all different episodes. Setting your basal insulin, fat and protein, pregnancy, the glycemic index and load, and so much more. 
like female hormones and weight loss. Head now to juiceboxpodcast.com. Go up in the menu at the top and click on Diabetes Pro Tip. Or if you're in the private Facebook group, there's a list of these episodes right in the featured tab. Find out how I help keep my daughter's A1C between 5'2 and 6'2 for the last 10 years without diet restrictions. Juiceboxpodcast.com. Start listening today. It's absolutely free.